Big data, it's gonna do it again. <laughs> okay. Got the unscripted title, camera. Okay, it yes. says we says, are on? <laughs> I don't know. I hope we're on. Can you see me? <laughs> Guys, I don't know. I don't know why this It's like every Thursday we have to ask can somebody send the comment? <laughs> let, let us know. Let us know if you're here or not. Can you see us? Yeah. Okay. I think I think we're streaming though. I know we're joking about that, but seriously, hey. send a comment. Let us know if you can see <laughs> let us know if you and can hear see us. us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh well. What a what a Thursday. Do you yeah. guys are you guys struggling today? Is anybody else struggling today? Maybe that's just. It's almost like a Monday, man. It like feels it talks it about feels Monday, like a Monday. Like this today feels like we're starting the week all over again or something. I don't know. Not so. down. It says we got two. We are gathering our family. Let us know. There we go. Yeah. Anybody there? Say hi. <laughs> Say good evening. Otherwise, we're just going to... Can see and hear y'all. Appreciate it. Phyllis? Good to see you, Phyllis. Uh, so, Phyllis, you're awesome. You do that on Tuesdays, too. <laughs> Let me know that, that you can see and hear me. So I appreciate that. So, okay. First things first, uh, you know, we got... One college kid home from college, you know, for the summer, which means a whole bunch of other college kids end up at the house. He goes to theirs. They come to ours. So, obviously, lots of movie watching going on. Mm. Um, I started watching some Disney movie last night. I was like, why this? But anyway. What was it? uh, Curiosity. It was uh, um, Brother Bear. Oh, man. I know. I mean, that's a classic for them, but it's not... Well, most of them couldn't even remember. They're like, we know we've watched this, but I can't remember for sure. Anyway, I'm not making fun. I was just like, yeah. Well, he did that for uh, Tarzan, Tarzan too. too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, but we were watching um, the other day Indiana Jones movies. Are you an Indiana Jones fan? Oh, so good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I am too. And like Raiders of the Lost Ark came out when I was a kid and, you know, kind of set the stage for – Spielberg and those kind of movies yeah. and stuff. It's anyway. like a whole genre of that now. It's like Treasure Hunters, National yeah. Treasure, Raiders of the Lost. Yeah, Island, but they Bob kind of Croft. borrow from, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, Tomb Raider, all those kind of movies kind of steal from yeah. Indiana Jones somewhat, yeah. I feel like. It was like iconic. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, first question uh, for you guys tonight. Out of the four Indiana Jones movies, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, The Last Crusade, or um, Kingdom, Kingdom of the, the Crystal, Crystal Skull. Skull. Which one's your fave? Which which what's your go-to now? And there's one that I feel like you shouldn't say, but I will say that's it. So yeah, if any of you say that, I'm, I'm gonna be yeah, sad. But it's okay. Yeah, you won't be friends with Brandon anymore. It's but fine. Um, of, of the four, if you if you've seen all four of them, which one's your favorite? Maybe you haven't seen all four of them. Maybe you only seen one. That's your favorite. But um, what's yours? That's what's, a good reason. What's your go-to? I gotta go with Raiders. 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 The original. Yeah. The first time you meet Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. And it's like that for a lot of movies and stuff, but it's just like, man, here's that, here's the protagonist. He's this hero. You know, he's, he's up against unsurmountable odds, achieves it. It's good. Yeah. It's great. There's Nazis. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, it's you know, the typical American, <laughs> it's, like good film. I feel like. And there's, and there's, you know, the Ark of the Covenant. It's in the Bible. So yeah. you got Bible, you got Nazis, you got adventure. It's everything I'm interested in. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it is really good. I'm, yeah. I, and I, I love Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Don't get me Kate wrong. Kate is agreeing with me. Raiders is the best? Says, yeah. But then he says, what, well, I mean, okay. What, Number one at? for me, though, is still Last Crusade. Okay. Okay. And, and I, I love Raiders of the Lost Ark. But Last Crusade, I remember, I remember seeing it in the theater and then watching it after that. It is, uh, it's, 
it's um, Harrison Ford and Sean Connery, mm. you know, and it's yep. and and their chemistry is father and son on that. And you still got Nazis again, <laughs> you know, and now right. it's instead of Old Testament, it's New Testament. Now yeah. instead of the Ark, you're getting the grail. grail. And, like it's this whole this whole thing. Anyway, it's great. Uh, well, we're all over the board here. We've okay. got Last Crusade, uh-huh. and then Doom from Cade. Phyllis is saying Raiders, can't beat the original. Right. Leslie is saying Temple of Doom. Or no, that's no. Leslie's answering for Darren. Darren says Temple of Doom. Really? So we're all over the place. I mean, Temple of Doom. You know, there's moment. It's good. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be too critical. It's definitely not. Yeah. And then nobody is saying <laughs> Kingdom, Kingdom of, of the, the Crystal, Crystal Skull. Skull, which you and I. Yeah, we've already talked. Feel about like. That. It's got its moments. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad movie either. Yeah, like it's, it's not fun. awful. It's yeah. not awful. People talk about it being awful. It's not awful. Go watch it. It's it's entertaining. Yeah, but Just it's the envelope. Will, it's um, not too much for me. Nearly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, all four of those things. The reason I asked the question, besides just you know, kind of chopping it up with some movie talk, all four of those movies have something to do with the temple, right? Yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. They're going to go find the ark that used to be in the temple, but. As a matter of fact, they go into a temple to find the ark. Yeah. You know, Temple of Doom. Hello, it's in the title. It's a temple, temple. of doom. Uh, but they're going to go find rocks that have been stolen from a temple and put in another temple to go take them back to that temple. So there's temples there. Last Crusade. Um, it's the Holy Grail, but they go they go find a temple where the Holy Grail is stashed. Yeah. Right. Uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I, I mean, at the end, there's kind of one. Yeah, and they kind of go, and uh, yeah, I mean, you could call that a temple that they show up at with yeah. the crystal skull. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight <laughs> in unscripted. We're going to be talking about temples, and so hey. that's that's my that's my uh, preacher intro. That's right, baby. <laughs> we work on those for days. Oh though. my gosh, days. you have no idea. So that's <laughs> we're talking about temples tonight, and we're going to be looking at at uh, John chapter two. So if you want to turn there um, in your Bibles or your Bible apps. I don't know that we'll read everything word for word, but the story that we're going to be looking at is going to be coming from there. And we've told you guys before, this whole conversation we've been having about heaven and earth and about, you know, God's plan for heaven and earth to be kind of the same. Those two things occupy the same space is what I'm trying to say. Created together to be together. Yes. Um, And then sin separating that. That's what we've been talking about for the last several weeks and God trying to reunite those two two kingdoms, those two realms um, once again. And last week we kind of... um, push the it felt like the fast forward button because yes. it, we've been getting there and like uh, heaven's it's like coming baby back. step baby step baby and then step with the arrival of jesus it's like boom hey heaven and earth it's here i'm, I'm here it's, yeah. it's happening i'm approaching and so we talked about that a little bit this week but we're talking a little bit more uh specifically about mm-hmm. how jesus plays that out as far as what it what it looks like with God already having shown himself through tabernacle and right, temple right, uh, and just a divine presence. Yeah. And just the, at least for God's people to this point, knowing kind of experiencing God from a distance, as far as the tabernacle and temple is concerned, yeah. we got kind of this closeness of heaven and earth, but it's not the exact same. And now Jesus takes it way even <laughs> further and is like, okay, here's what this is really supposed yeah. to be. Because it's, it's a new category. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, I mean, we're going to talk about this too, but, you know, I know Jesus, or I know, I'm sorry, I don't know Jesus. I know God in the sky. Uh, I know right. God in the heavens. Uh, God kind of in some, like, little hot spots, Jacob's Ladder stuff. I know about God in the t- tabernacle. Right, that's that, where you that go find sense. him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can see the clouds. I can't get to him, but I can get kind of close to him. Yeah, 
And if anything, if I'm in the camp, like I can see, oh, hey, God's here. Yeah. It's like, hey, I can see it. Yeah. I know about God in the temple because that's where I go and meet God to offer sacrifices, and find forgiveness, atonement, mm-hmm. forgiveness, mm-hmm. all of this stuff. Um, and Jesus is like, uh, no, God's a man. Mm. But it's more than that. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? So, And that's what we're going to look at. So, um as, as we get to that, I just want you to think of moments in your life, and, and you're welcome to share these. This may be difficult to share in the comments, but just think of times in your life where, where something happened, uh, and and maybe it's a chaotic kind of thing, and, and you're just like, is this, is this really happening right now? I can't believe I'm sitting in the middle of, you know, this happening. Um, and, and it could be any number of things. Some of you sat through, like, I don't know, like tornadoes and different <laughs> natural yeah. events, or some of you have seen, I guess fights break out at hockey games or something, or, you know, different things. I, and yesterday, yesterday I was driving in my truck and I, and these two guys in front of me, um, the, the truck in front of me and the truck next to him, they started screaming at each other. Um, that's nice. It, yeah. And apparently it was really bad and gestures were being <laughs> offered to each other and things like that. And then nice. they tried to speed away from each other and they just went neck and neck, you know, to the next light and stopped again and kept screaming at each other. And then when the light turned green, the guys in front of me, um, you know, kind of moved up and I moved up and the other lane of traffic wasn't moving that fast. Well, he turns right to go down the street. Well, the guy he'd been yelling at swerves behind me, almost takes out my bumper. And then like, I'm watching my rear view and he turns right to go chase after that guy. And the whole time I'm going, I, I'm watching this happen right now. I don't know if I'm supposed to, am I supposed to dial 911? Do I go with Do witness? I insert myself I in this? I, I'm just going to keep driving. I went to Walmart. <laughs> so anyway, it, but it happened like, it's one of those moments I'm like, I'm actually watching this chaotic scene unfold right now and I'm not for sure how to handle it, hmm. you know? So it just catches you off guard a little bit. Yeah. And, and, but honestly, like kind of wondering, like, what am I supposed to do right now with what, with what I am witnessing right now? What, how do I process that? What am I supposed to do with it? Yeah. You know, and maybe you've had times like that too. So, because (laughs) that's what happens to the people that are around Jesus and and what we're looking at tonight. So, um, Jesus did some pretty audacious stuff, but right here there's, I don't know. He's pushing the envelope pretty far, and it's right, right. here. Right. So the lay it out. Lay, lay out the story. Okay. So I mean, right here, John, right off, right off the get go. Um, what's beautiful is that we're staying right here in the, in the first two chapters of John. Yes. Okay. So uh, John doesn't even bother talking about the birth. He just is like, "Hey, man, in the beginning there was the word." He just goes like, "Hey, <laughs> theology." And and now the word's God. here. And the word was God. Yeah. Uh, and then Jesus revealed Himself as the word, and it's like, "Oh man, there's a lot to unpack right there." Okay, I gotcha. That that I'm figuring it out. Um, but so basically at the very beginning, uh, we're talking about the testimony of John the Baptist in chapter one. He says, behold, the lamb of God. That's whenever he baptizes him and stuff. Mm-hmm. Jesus calls his first disciples. Um, all, all of that, all of that great stuff. Where, where are we right here? We're in John chapter two. two. Mm-hmm. That's right. Making sure that we're in the, in the right place. So uh, I'm not going to read it word for word because uh, we can do that in our, in our own time. But in verse 13, this is Jesus cleansing the temple. Yes. Um, this is a story that we've uh, talked about on flannel graphs and stuff, and almost <laughs> just kind of like been like, "Yunk, man, like, yeah, you're you're pretty awesome." Kind of catches you off guard. Yeah, and it's and it's one of these moments. Like, is this is this really is this really happening? Yeah. Um, so anyway, the uh, let me just make sure that I've got all of it. So people are coming from uh, to celebrate Passover. They're coming from all over, which the is place. a huge Jewish holiday. So it's huge. not just people local. It's mm-hmm. like 
all over from hundreds all over of miles away are coming. Yeah. yeah. And some scholars think, I mean, we've got hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. I mean, this is flooding into this area, immaculate amount of people yeah. uh, coming in and, and enjoying Passover feasts and join the, uh, the moments to recognize the Passover and celebrate that feast and everything. Um, people would uh, come from a really long ways and buy animals and buy... For their sacrifices. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know, you've got goats, sheep, uh, turtle doves, all, uh, all kinds of things, cattle, ox, uh, donkeys, those kinds of things that you would go and sacrifice uh, and just as a part of the donkeys. Process. Yeah, donkeys are not donkeys, on the But they would ride on the donkeys. On the yeah, they'd ride. The, the donkeys are there. The donkeys are witnessing all of the all of the murders and stuff, but they're they themselves are not. Yes. Anyway, that's great. Um, <laughs> so they're uh, you know, bonds, animals and stuff too. Uh, and if you're uh, smart in a worldly sense, uh, man, be a money changer. Be somebody that's up there that is saying, I mean, you got guys from a whole bunch of different nations, a whole mm-hmm. bunch of different nationalities and mm-hmm. stuff that are coming, bringing their own money so that they can exchange that for Hebrew money or Jewish money. Right. So that they could pay the temple tax, so right. that they could purchase animals because right. there was a bunch of, I mean, you and I talked today. Um, right. Most of the, most of your Roman money had like, you know, the emperor's picture on it. Well, that wasn't, that was like in, in, in the Jewish mindset of the day, that was like having an idol and you couldn't have another God in the, in the temple. Image. Yeah. So if you go in the temple, you got to switch your money out. Yeah. So yeah. So, so you're changing money. Changing money. Um, and you could say that if you were not the, um, what's the word, most moral yes. money changer, that you could definitely not skim some off the top. Um, I think extortion is probably <laughs> the better <laughs> that word. That is a very good word. Uh, yes. Extortion. So here it is that right outside the temple that people are extorting money from other people that are coming to worship God. But what's so audacious about this, and it's something that you and I didn't really even figure out until we were doing a little bit more research about this, mm-hmm. I mean, recently, uh, that the high priest at that time had moved the market, or at least the place where all this money changing and buying animal sacrifices and stuff is happening, had moved it from outside of the temple into the first temple courts. Right. So you've got the temple, this is a church building, right? right? The temple where God dwells, where people come to worship and repent and ask for forgiveness and pray and get and get earnestly and honestly close to their father. And there's bleeding goats and sheep that are being <laughs> that are being, you know, sliced and, yeah. and all and that stuff and money that's being you know, people shouting and stuff like that. And that's all happening in God in God's house. Right. And that's if you if you picture recent. like an, I mean, we even talked about Indiana Jones. Remember like the marketplaces that he walks through in the Indiana Jones movies? Picture that inside the church building. I mean, that's what's happening. It's yeah. like you're supposed to be coming, you're supposed to take care of all that on the outside so that when you come in, you can be focused on mm-hmm. this is why I'm here. And that gets completely eliminated by what's going on. Uh, at this point. It's like somebody bringing goats and sheep into your house. It's like, okay, well, let's, <laughs> let's, I understand if you want to bring, you know, some, let's just get into 21st bring some, you know, bring some chicken in. Yeah. That sounds great. We can have chicken and dumplings, but don't bring the chicken right. into the house right. like, and try and, it just it does that doesn't you know analogy doesn't really work and everything like that but you know right. whatever this is something that is new that the high priest is enacting it had this been is, fairly recent before Jesus shows up in this moment yeah, yeah and this falls along a list of just the the degrading and corruption of the high priest and just this whole temple worship this is something just kind that, of the Jewish religion as a whole at least in at least around the temple you're right yeah yeah that we're just the holy sacredness of God and his place. It's just not, it's just not there anymore. 
Well, and let me interrupt. No, go I'm for sorry, it. because because we talked about the temple of the tabernacle. This is where you find God's presence. We've talked about that already. Like God, that was that was a reason that he gave his people the tabernacle and then the temple later. And and that was supposed to be the reason behind it, even in Jesus' day, was like, we're still disconnected somewhat with heaven and earth, but I'm I'm coming closer. Now imagine God going, has gone to all this effort to get closer to us to, or to his people, and they're going, yeah, I can't hear you, God, because I, I, I got to make this bargain over here. I got to make this deal on these sheep, yeah. you know? It, it had to have frustrated God. And, of course, Jesus being the embodiment of God. I mean, you can understand, like, why he was so frustrated. Yeah. Just with this whole scene. And I just that's why I think it's so fascinating that it's happening in John chapter 2. Yeah, right off the bat. Because it's like, hey, man, Jesus is coming to do his ministry. Here's my disciples. Also, I mean, here we go. Uh, verse 14, in the temple he found those who were selling ox and sheep and pigeons, not donkeys, and the money changers are <laughs> sitting there. And, <laughs> Jesus, man, making a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen, and he poured out the coins that the money changers had, and overturned their tables. And he told those who sold the pigeons, he said, take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of trade. And his disciples remembered, as it was written, seal for your house will consume you. So Jesus just like... He's not having this, okay? Not not today. Do not turn my father's house, my holy father's house, into a place where extortion is happening, where we right. cannot have a moment to pray and for ask for forgiveness and have atonement. That's happening here? Dude, not today. Yeah. And so in righteous anger, yes. he's like, dude, that's not happening. And it's not like he walked in and was like, hey, man, I really don't, I'm really not cool with this. Um, and it's not even like raising his voice like, hey, can... Can y'all like do this outside? I mean, he he is physically overturning tables and he made a he took some he's time to beating make a people. Whip. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And screaming. And so you can imagine the crowd again, one of those moments you're like, is this really happening right now? I don't know how to deal with what's happening. Like, you know, wherever he started in the room, if you're on the other end, it's a shocking like this moment. commotion is coming this way, and you're like, "What is happening?" The it, commotion it just, is moving. Yeah, <laughs> and, and all these people are running in fear. Like, crazy man over here is whipping people and turning over tables. I mean, you would—he's screaming out loud. Yeah, like a prophet of the Old Testament yes. doing some crazy, crazy stuff. Yes, and like, what? What do you? What do you do with that? And I mean, it's amazing because you know us looking into this story, it's like, yeah. Of course, yes. Cleanse the temple. That's you right. Know, let's let's That's bring right. it. Let's let's reevaluate our view of God and stuff. But these people were like, dude, what happens? Right. So these Jewish leaders, they come and approach him. Well, mm -hmm. I guess I guess before before we get that, there's there's some puzzling stuff happening. Well, I'll just read it really quick. I'll read it really quick. Uh, verses 18 and 19 of chapter two. The Jews, and, and he just says Jews here, but I mean this is the the causing a ruckus, buddy. <laughs> uh, so what sign do you show us for doing these things? So yeah. where's your authority? You're coming out here and screaming at us, throwing tables, beating beating people. What's the deal? Because some of these guys were priests. Yeah. So They're the ones this that is are, our domain. Yeah. This you can't is come in here. this is our <laughs> this is our job. This is our workplace. This is our we have the authority here. Yeah. Who are you? And that's because he's not question. really like. No. He's got some disciples. Who are you? He's done, you know, the wedding yeah, at yeah. Cana. Yeah. They probably have it. Anyway. Jesus, All right. So man. give us a sign. And Jesus' response is. Verse 19. Destroy this temple, and in three days I'll raise it up. And um, I mean, the Jewish, the Jewish people in verse 20, they said, uh, 
it's taken 46 years to build this <laughs> temple and you're going to raise it up in three days. And like, I don't know, there's, <laughs> you got to love the parables and stuff because at least with some of those things, it's, there's some cryptic messages that you just need to chew on and work on and stuff. And they're like, Hey, give us a sign. Like, you know, Moses got water from the rock, hit, hit the temple wall. Let's get some mm -hmm. water or something. Give us something. And mm -hmm. Jesus like destroy this temple and it will come back in three days. It's like, what does this what? have to do with yeah. anything? Yeah, we asked for a right sign, and you're just and you just said the weirdest thing in the world. He's giving us a riddle. Yeah, I mean that's that's unfortunate. What I hate, <laughs> I hated in in uh, high school especially was like you asked the teacher a question and they would answer that with another question. I'm like, no, I I asked you a question. Yeah. The correct response. I really is wanted you, the answer. You're answering that, not asking <laughs> me if, but. Okay, so what's you know what's the deal? Okay, if any of you guys, uh, are, you know, are with us today, uh, this might be more of a question for. I mean, I I enjoy things like that, but if you've got like favorite puzzle games, oh, I mean, you could just be a puzzle person. That's cool too. Yeah, uh, I get you get more than I'm not having fun anymore. Yeah, uh, give me you know max three hours and I'm done. Rubik's cube, uh, I'll do yeah. one side and then I'm done. That's all I can do. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, I can't. Yeah. And I get frustrated trying. Uh, so I, I don't really like this riddle, at least if you want to call it a riddle right now, you know, the destroy the temple. I mean, we can look, you know, we, we understand it now. Yeah. But the word riddles, I enjoy word riddles, you know, of like there was a guy found dead in a field. Yeah. And all he had on what his, happened to him? He had a, you know, and you like have to, here's the little See, clues. I enjoy I that kinda, stuff. I, I like knowing the answer already. I like, I like telling, telling those <laughs> riddles. It's so frustrating to me when yeah. I don't know because after yeah. about three or four questions, I'm like, no, just tell me. Yeah. Or I don't care. Now I'm mad. For me, when I run out of <laughs> questions to ask, I'm like, oh, I have no idea. It's like, well, okay, just tell me because I'm I'm done with yeah. this riddle now. Yeah. Let's let's be let's be finished with that. Yeah. So, I have yet to yeah. try one of those escape rooms. Oh yeah, those are stuff. those are fun. Not great I, at all. I haven't but... done it yet, and I think part of the reason is I'm afraid that I'm gonna get in there and I'm just gonna get really mad. And I'm just gonna sit down and be like, I, psh, I don't care. <laughs> Marshall, you're mad. sitting on the key. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Probably would be my luck. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Biddles, uh, man, whenever Jesus is talking in parables and stuff like that, sometimes it feels like there's some cryptic language that you mm -hmm. have to walk through. Uh, and that's why I'm grateful the fact that the disciples are like, hey, Jesus, I know that they didn't understand. doesn't do that here. <laughs> I know that they didn't understand, but, you know, we know. But how about you just kind of... Yeah. Well, uh, and John even gives a little footnote there in verse 21. He says, the temple he spoke of was his body. <laughs> it's not like it's not like John was sitting there while Jesus is throwing tables over and going, and going destroy this temple and uh, build it in three days. And John's like, ha, ha, ha. I know what that means. I bet they don't. don't John had no clue. Body. He has no idea. But he gives you that answer later. They didn't but, know that until later. Yeah. Right. So give us a sign. All right. Here's a sign. Destroy this temple and I'll rebuild in three days. What? What? What does that even mean? <laughs> well, so with us being on our heaven and earth kick, yes. if you want to call it a kick, we're in the middle of our heaven and earth series. Knowing and recognizing that God made his presence known, he came to his people in the wilderness in a tabernacle. And then later Solomon builds him this beautiful immaculate temple. It's the second time I've used immaculate today. Yes. Wow, what a... Uh, and God's presence comes and, and fills it, although Solomon says, you're too big for this. So we know this isn't actually your house, but like that's that's language of like, this is God's presence. Um, I mean, we need, to be, we need to be clear and understand that Jesus isn't talking about the temple, although mm -hmm. the temple was destroyed about 30, 35, 40 years later. Yes. Um, the temple was destroyed after that. Um, but he's not talking about the physical temple. 
he's talking about himself. Right. Uh, and, you know, obviously John is looking back and saying, yeah, Jesus is talking about himself. If you destroy this temple, and it's still cryptic, though, like, hey, why are you doing these things? Show us a sign. Well, yeah. I'm going to die, and I'm going to come back in three days. Yeah. Um, okay, you give, us, give me a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I need just a little bit more than that. Yeah. Um, but obviously Jesus is calling himself a temple, and, you know, John revealed that and stuff, too, because we understand that, okay, God you know, lived in the sky. He lived in temples. He lived in the earth. Not, he, not in a human form, though. Right. Not in a human form. Um, and what's cool is that, you know, right here in, uh, John chapter one, got scooting back just a little bit in verse 14, um, John kind of, uh, steps that out for us just a little bit. He says this, um, and the word became flesh and he dwelt among us and we have seen his glory. He's dwelt among us. Mm-hmm. Um, He's living here among us. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus, Jesus is God. The word of God incarnate is Jesus. And he dwelt among us. But there's something special about that word dwelt, mm-hmm. right? You being the better Greek scholar <laughs> than I am. I don't know the word, but... I don't either. Okay. I don't know the exact word. Yeah, I do know word. I do know that the you know the word, the Greek word for dwelt here is the same word used in Hebrew for tent or specifically tabernacled. Right. So, I mean, the real, the real word is that uh, the word became flesh and tabernacled among us. So yes. Jesus himself became the tabernacle, this walking temple this walking tent walking tabernacle that's up and among us right pretty cool it is cool and the fact that jesus says that jesus i mean let's be honest i I, we we're borrowing or not borrowing but we're using um some stuff from the bible project to kind of guide us through this study uh and it's something that i i hadn't really paid attention to before before this particular thing that we're looking at tonight, because whenever I look at this story, and even when he says, you know, destroy this temple, I'll rebuild it in three days. I always, I mean, you just think about the cross. Like he, he died on the cross. His body died. It was buried. Yeah. It was raised again on the third day, which is what he's talking about. I mean, John said that he's talking about his physical body. He's, you know, but, but the fact that he is saying in, in the scripted language, I am a temple. I mean, for us it's like we, we throw the word temple around, so much yeah, it, it almost you know, doesn't temple of doom that's, <laughs> that's right we just talked about a whole bunch of temples and and you can go visit different temples around the world yep. but but in the in the culture that jesus was in these people that had a history of the temples where you go find god that's where god's presence is and wherever now now the tabernacle it was right in the middle of the camp everybody was around it but there was still a little bit of distance there but it was mm-hmm. still like it was god who is all big and all encompassing comes here in the mm-hmm. middle of us. Mm-hmm. And then the temple is the same thing. And then Jesus is like, no, 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 I'm the temple. Like it, and it's, it's Jesus saying God's presence is here, not in this 46 year old building yeah. It's here. I am closer to you. God's presence is closer to you than it ever has been before. This we are, we are as close um, to being back to the garden as we have ever been, because mm-hmm. I am walking among you. God walked with Adam and Eve yeah. in in the garden. That's when heaven and earth was as close as it could be. And Jesus, and like Jesus, embodying that. Here again. it is again. That's crazy. Oh man, for real. It's, and honestly, I think it's hard for me to grasp because <laughs> I talked to Marshall about this. I know we're kind of running out of time here. Um, we, you know us. We had even more to say too. Yeah. Uh, but like. That would be hard for me to grasp. And honestly, like I, I think I said this last week, I'm like, 
uh, I'm like Nicodemus being like, dude, you said you're the temple. Like what? (laughs) Okay. I don't understand that. Right. And I, my dad doesn't resonate with me that you're God. Like how could, no, God's like, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. God's everywhere. Yeah. He's huge. He can't fit. We we already talked about that. We know that this temple, it can't, it can't hold you. can't house you, but this physical human body can contain you. I don't think so, man. That's, can you explain that a little bit? Yeah. I would like to know more. Yeah, and, but Jesus even saying that, like I, I am the temple, and you think about and um, think about what we've already said happened in the temple. You've already mentioned it tonight. You go to the temple to find God, to yeah. be connected to God, and yeah. whether that's through prayers and and re- especially in Jesus' day, reciting certain things, and you know, part of the reason he's mad was because you're losing some of that specialness that I, I'm I'm here connecting with God, and I got. I'm shopping for groceries over here with these animals, you yeah. know? So that's where you found God. And it's, it's the temples where you offered your sacrifices. Yeah. Like you bought these animals to go kill them, to deal with your own sin. I am, I am giving up the life of this animal in, in place of me. Where did that happen? At the temple, temple, you know? Um, it's, it's the place where, where you, where you did get grace. You got forgiveness. You got, um, and, and you got that intimate connection with God. And even if it wasn't, even if you didn't feel it all through the year, every time you came to the temple, yeah, that's what you were supposed to feel. And that's what you were supposed to experience, mm-hmm. but you had to go there. Yeah. You know? And so, I mean, like all the things that you just said, like Jesus, it's like temple. I say 2.0 because it's not 2.0. It's like, <laughs> it's not a 2.0. It's the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not a 2.0 or 3.0. It's the next thing. So like coming into connection, Jesus is like, I'm coming, I'm connecting with you. I'm coming to you to connect with you. I'm coming to you. You don't have to come to the temple. You're coming to me. And guess what? You don't have to bring these sacrifices. You don't have to bring those anymore because I am the ultimate sacrifice. I am the sacrifice. And that's what John says too. Whenever he, you know, Jesus comes to be baptized, he's like, here comes the lamb of God who, uh, who takes sins, away the sins, of the takes world. away the sins of the world. Thank you very much. And so it's like, okay, he's becoming the sacrifice. And now to the people that can't go to the temple, the people that, can't go and worship because they're unclean or they're sick oh, or they're yeah. lepers. Yeah, or they're... your lepers and your unclean people weren't even allowed to yeah. go. So like you... even if you wanted to go connect with God, you couldn't, you couldn't because you had too much junk. So there's this exclus- exclusivity yes. of like, as long as you're pure, you can go to the temple. As long as you've done your sacrifices in the temple, you can worship in the temple. That's yeah. fine. Which says like, man, if you are this person or this person or have this ailment or have done this or have not cleansed yourself of this. And Jesus goes and he like touches those people and brings the temple to those people. Embraces them. Embra- like, like takes a leper that you're supposed to, you know, not come anywhere near and grabs a hold of him and says, yeah. I'm here and be healed. And let's, let's be closer than we've ever been before. Yeah. There's... And this is this is so much. <laughs> There's so much to unpack with Jesus, yeah. which is anyway, uh, which is so cool because most of the time, if Jesus touches a man that has leprosy, like he's unclean, right, and will be unclean for a long time. Right. But that's that's not true, because you go to the temple to become clean, and if Jesus Himself says, "Hey, I'm the tabernacle, I'm the temple," and Jesus is bringing Himself, whenever He touches that body, instead of Him becoming unclean, they become clean. They become healed. Because they contact the temple. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. It's so cool. It is cool. It is cool. And that's that's what we wanted to, to bring out tonight. I mean, it it excites me to talk about it. Just recognizing here's all these things that we as God's people before Jesus 
had, first of all, had limited access to. We had access to it. We had access, but we had limited access. And we had to go, like, there was a lot of effort on our part to go make it happen. And uh, and then Jesus comes, and, and, and by him saying, I'm, a, I'm the temple, and then, and then showing that. It's not just him sitting back and going, I'm the temple, come to me. Like, he walks out of there and goes into the muck of our lives and says, okay, let's clean this up and let's connect and let's experience forgiveness. And I'm going to sacrifice myself for you. I'm, yeah. I'm going to do all the things because that's what happens at the temple. And I am the, te- I am the very presence of God. I want to make these things happen. And I'm, and you don't have to go through a whole bunch of stuff to get there. I'm coming to you and I'm going to make it happen. That's, I mean, for God to do that it's for revolutionary. us is amazing for, for you know this whole concept of, of God bringing heaven to earth it's not just those two realms are kind of intersecting God is 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 invading our personal world mm-hmm. not just the physical planet earth mm-hmm. because Jesus came to this earth but but walking into our lives and going I'm here and and let's let's be a part of each other's lives in a way that had never been available before. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's it's, it's rev- awesome. Revolutionary. It's is awesome. What it is. So what's cool though, as a as a uh, stint for next week, it it doesn't end here, which is so funny. <laughs> like there's more. There, oh yeah. There's, there's more. more. Yeah, uh, teaser for next week. Yeah, what's the teaser for next week? Uh God brings heaven and earth even closer. Even closer <laughs> than Jesus. Yeah, and Jesus is supposed to be the answer at the end of everything, right? Right. So, so how, how, we... how are we gonna do that? How's it going to get even closer? Got some pretty good ideas. Yeah. We'll see. That's what we're going to talk about next week. Yeah, it'll be fun. Sorry for the technical so. difficulties, but man, thank you guys for your comments and being uh, with us today. Uh, yep. We're excited. Uh, we've got just a couple more weeks of this series. Of this, and then we'll switch gears. Yeah, and mm-hmm. hopefully bringing in some uh, cool new elements to Unscripted. Yep. So we're excited about it. So yeah, go solve a puzzle. Um, <laughs> go watch for really crazy things to happen, or at least go watch an Indiana Jones movie. That's and right. And and say Marshall sent you. That's right. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate y'all.